This is because I want to. Hello, and welcome back to Because I Want To, where we talk about whatever it is we want to, because we can. I'm Sarah. My name's Lindsay. And and what are we talking about this week, Lindsay? Today, we're talking about period films. We are, which is such a niche topic. <laughs> I know. This is one of those things where I was like, I don't know who's going to want to listen to this, but whatever. It's because we want to, right? <laughs> Yeah, and I think people who are into this are, like, the people you least expect. Like, remember that chick that we studied abroad with who surprisingly was really into Anne of Green Gables? Was that, um, Kata? Kata? Sure, I I remember nobody's (laughs) name, but sure, that sounds about right. Yeah. (laughs) So you never know, you never know. But how have you been? I've been good. I've just been kind of still unpacking organizing and deep cleaning my house which is like pretty gross okay but something I have gotten into in the past week is Umbrella Academy so good it's really really good good. I like that I like the character what is it five where he's like an old man trapped in a young person's body I think that actor does a really good job that's what I was saying is that role could have been so silly or weird but that kid does such a good job I also found out that he's the youth ambassador for climate change to the United Nations oh my god he's accomplished so much and he's like 10 (laughs) I know I'm like what have I accomplished literally nothing I'm really loving that show though like I didn't think I would like it because well I thought I'd think it was okay because I'm not into like superhero stuff really anymore Mm -hmm. but I like the characters in it and the mystery and the intrigue and it's not really superhero-y yeah in the traditional sense it's very offbeat the guy the lead singer of My Chemical Romance wrote it I know I was watching a bunch of his music videos last night and just uh, yeah, reminiscing what about a we- what a weirdo. <laughs> I know, but remember when like emo pop punk was on the top forty? Like that was what was popular mm-hmm. when we were in high school. Yes, I I, I do remember. Oh my <laughs> gosh! So I am upstairs in my house, and it's so hot, and I didn't want the fan to make background noise, so I'm just like sitting in this room with the door shut. <laughs> oh, it's awful. <laughs> Yeah, my house, I think, heats and cools down really unevenly, so I get really hot in the kitchen. Yeah, my upstairs is terrible. I probably need to get the insulation replaced, but whatever. (laughs) Whatever. (laughs) But yeah, I've been working on, so I'm doing my last class before I get my plus 60 and get a pay raise, like a sad, pathetic pay raise, but a pay raise nonetheless. Mm -hmm. Um, and I have to do this project and the professor has been like, it's literally a class about how to be a happier person. Literally. (laughs) That's what it's about. And she's been so fucking anal that now I'm like panic doing this project because I have to get a B if I want my money back. So I'm like, and it's not going well. I worked on it. Literally. I started at noon and I stopped maybe 45 minutes before, no, 20 minutes before this. Still not done. What's the project? Still not done. I made a unit plan for incorporating like aspects of positive psychology into the classroom, but like 
I have to explain all this crap. I just can't give the unit plan. So it's taking me forever. That's a lot of work, like a whole unit. That's different than just like a couple lesson plans. Yeah. And I got really annoyed because originally I was just going to do a lesson plan because that's what it says in the directions. And then she was like, you know what? You should probably do a unit plan. I was like, okay, Tina. Okay. (laughs) Tina. When is this due? So that's the thing that sucks about this is there's not really a due date because it's not part of like a course, so to speak. Like I'm not getting a degree out of this. It's just a class. Mm -hmm. So technically, I don't think I have to be done until like October, but school starts on Monday. So Monday. (laughs) Monday. So if school starts on Monday, that's when you start teaching classes and stuff. So next week's all PD. Okay. I have 10 meetings so far next week. Ooh. Some of them self-inflicted because I'm team leader. <laughs> That's right. So you get to so like yeah. plan them and... It's so fun. I'm so excited. Although I feel I didn't like... have a meltdown. <laughs> you... <laughs> well, I think that's normal and especially because I think that this part of the year is one of the most stressful parts for teachers. Yeah, I don't think people realize, like, this is the time of breakdown. Yeah. I'll break down now, and I'll probably break down right before winter break. I was on Facebook and Instagram, and just everyone I know who's still a teacher was just basically, yeah, freaking out about, like, Hogan and, like... (laughs) Normally, man, I am right there with him. Like, but I always (laughs) knew he didn't like teachers. Like, I knew this about him. I voted for him anyway, but man, way to just like stab me in the gut. It seemed pretty unanimous from what I was seeing. Yeah, I mean, I think he's also doing a lot of like political grandstanding right now because I think he wants to run for president. Yeah, that's kind of what I've been hearing from people too. So, but yeah, that's, yeah, that's what I've been up to, forgetting to take my inhaler, thus the horrible wheezing you heard before we started this. <laughs> yeah, I've been really bad. sounded like an issue. It's really, if I don't do it, it's it's bad. Like, I'll literally walk up the stairs and be like, <gasps> I'm dying. So, I need to be better. But at least the air in your house is being filtered now. Correct. So, fun fact for everyone listening, I didn't realize that there was a filter in my like air unit in my basement, I lived in my house for three years, <laughs> n- four years, never changed it. Went down there. Let me tell you, it was disgusting because I like couldn't breathe in my house, and I was like, "What could the problem be?" That that was part of the problem. Yeah. So, well, there's yeah. all these things about being a homeowner that I don't think you really know until you experience it. Like people don't really tell you. Nobody tells you anything. Mm-mm. Like, literally anything. What did people do before YouTube? And the internet. I don't, like, I have no idea. Like, literally, I was on FaceTime with my dad, and I was like, okay, like, showing him the unit in my basement. He was like, pull that, pull that, see if there's something there. Like, yeah, so. But anyway, period (laughs) films. (laughs) Well, I will say, before we get started, that I took a leaf from your book, and I was partaking in vodka mixed with White Claw. 
Oh, man. <laughs> and so I'm feeling extra toasty today. <laughs> uh, I was. Can I just say, like, I kept going after we stopped talking last week. It was roof stuff. So be careful. I was, like, in bed, like, I have so much regret over all of my actions. <laughs> like, it was just not good. That's why I'm drinking wine this week. You're taking it easy, and I'm I'm going hard. So, you know, we can trade off on that. Which, um, that. last time after we talked, I did the, I, like, listened to that album, Kabbalista, where you're supposed to, like, trip or whatever. And I didn't astral project, but I definitely felt weird (laughs) yeah i listened to like half of it but i also you know am currently incapable of just doing one thing so Mm -hmm. it didn't have the effect that i think oh i lay down in my bed i like turn it on i like close my eyes and i was trying to go on the journey and some of those songs are like bops they're really good but some of them are kind of scary (laughs) it's surprising like it's very electronic music, which is not what you expect. Yeah. And also that the Selkie person is a dude. Yeah. Are they transgender? I, fa- I don't know. I don't think so. Huh. I found them on TikTok. I don't think so. I could see, though, if you were high or you were on shrooms or something, like you probably could have a cool experience, though. I mean, for sure. But you could also do that watching, like, Planet Earth. <laughs> True. Planet Earth can Doesn't be a take trip. much. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm still in my pajamas. My really classy Walmart pajamas that say I heart naps on them. At least you have clothes that are designated pajamas, though. I just kind of wear, like, T-shirts or whatever. It's really bad. Like, I just wear my pajamas as everyday attire now. Like, I'll show up at my parents' house. I'm like, what are you wearing? I'm like, I'm wearing shorts that have little coffee cups on them and an I Heart Naps t-shirt. That's what I'm wearing. <laughs> I realize when I go out in public now, I'm not sure, especially because I'm in like a new environment, like what I'm supposed to wear. Like, is it okay if I just wear leggings and a t-shirt or should I put pants on? <laughs> I knew that I lost touch with reality. So I went to work this week just to drop off some stuff because I didn't feel like taking it this week. And I went to talk to my principal and what I had chosen to wear. (laughs) So mind you, I haven't shaved my legs in like two weeks. Uh, Still wore shorts. I wore tie-dyed biker shorts (laughs) and this NASA t-shirt with a giant hole in it. And then didn't brush my hair, didn't do any of that. And she definitely gave me the up and down where she just like looked at me and then gave me a look and I was like, okay. You're Message like, received. yeah, I'm one of your team leads. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's not the first time I've gotten the up and down at work where someone's like, really? That's that's what you chose to wear in this professional environment? Yes. Yes, it is. To be fair, we're all just trying to get through each day. <laughs> True facts. True facts, friend. Friend? Friend. <laughs> well, oh, no. I was looking up like the definition of period movies which i oh, always hit me with it well i always associate them with like jane austen right yeah like regency yeah <laughs> like that specific time period but i guess it really means any historical fiction like any time period yeah i have a list of things in front of me that i like and some of it is definitely not regency era so yeah i'm 
open, but I do think like World War II stuff should be its own genre. Ugh, I just <laughs> that's just like not what I want to watch. It just makes me sad and it makes me angry. And there was a time in my life where I was like really into that. That, mm-hmm. that time has passed. Well, and for me, period movies, like the way I think about them, they're about like romance and like family drama and World War Two stuff is just not that. It's a bummer. Yeah. And it's war. It's, so obviously. <laughs> it's very different. Okay. So what would you say is your like number one piece de resistance, the one you will always go back to, the one that has your heart? period film or miniseries let's exclude tv shows for right now hmm. just film or miniseries so i think if we're talking classical in terms of like 17 1800s what i think of as period films the pride and prejudice miniseries has my heart it's what introduced me to it I know that's how you introduced me to it. Mm-hmm. When we watched that, me and Lindsay went through a stage, guys, where we would just like get together and watch period <laughs> films. Like, that's what we did. Well, and I remember being like, this miniseries with Colin Firth and Jennifer L. Ill has such Ill, Ill, yeah. is like such a special place in my heart in telling you about it and not being sure if you're going to like it. And it's like six hours long. <laughs> yeah, it's a commitment. It's like literally the entire book put to uh-huh. film. Like, nothing is left out. Oh, but it's so good. Just the acting and the directing. It's really good. It's that kind of thing where, like, if you really want to escape and just, like, escape for a while, that's what you watch. I'm going to say something controversial, though, and you're going to disagree with me. Oh, no. But I like the 2005 Pride and Prejudice more. See, I think I need to rewatch that. And I think it's hard to compare them because that's like a regular feature length movie. So they give me very different vibes. So like the Pride and Prejudice movie with Keira Knightley um, and was directed by Joe Wright, everyone. Um, (laughs) I feel like you're with your wine. You're like a historian right now. (laughs) (laughs) But um, I think it just gives us really atmospheric feeling like the soundtrack And the cinematography and everything about it just really puts you in a certain place where I just watch the entire thing with, like, my head in my hands. And I'm just like, Mm -hmm. oh. Whereas the miniseries, I think they portray Elizabeth as a bit more, like, wry and humorous than she is in the movie. Like, in the movie, she's kind of angry. Um, In the miniseries, she's kind of humorous and, you know, she can poke fun at everyone. So I think it's a very different vibe. And I guess I prefer the more atmospheric vibe than I do to the, I don't know, more true to the book vibe. (laughs) I remember thinking in the movie that her family seemed poorer than it did in the miniseries. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So they definitely poured them down a lot in the movie than they did in the miniseries, which like, I don't think in the book they ever really say how much money they have. I think it's always just they have less mm-hmm. than Bingley and Darcy and it's all entailed away. So even if they do have a lot of money, it doesn't really matter. Mm-hmm. Well, also the Bennets have how many daughters? Like a million? Five. <laughs> and for Darcy and Bingley, they're, you know, young bachelors without children and they've inherited their wealth or their business or whatever. So it's just different. Entailment, man. It's 
They always make fun of Mrs. Bennett, where they're like, all you think about is marrying your daughters off. And she's like, tell me what you would think about when you have five daughters in this situation. Yeah. I feel you, Mrs. Bennett. I feel you. You have to. Because, like, what else? What are you else going to do? Mr. Collins ain't going to take care of them. (laughs) Oh, my God. Can we talk? (laughs) Okay. So, like, depictions of Mr. Collins. Mr. Collins in the movie is not nearly as weird as Mr. Collins <laughs> in the miniseries. He's so gross in the miniseries. I know, but okay, what was the name of her friend who married him? Do you remember? Oh my gosh, she's a meme on TikTok where she talks about like being 27. And she's like, I'm already a burden to my parents. <laughs> and she just accepts her life of um like mediocrity. She's like, I go out in the garden and I'm fine with it. <laughs> yeah, she's Oh, what is her name? I can't remember. I appreciate that about that story, though, is Lizzie's like, oh, you can't really, Mr. Collins. But then her friend is like, I mean, realistically, what are my options? You know, Mm -hmm. she's very realistic. Like Mr. Collins is weird, but he's not like a bad dude, I don't think. Yeah. (laughs) In the miniseries, I don't know. I wouldn't have married that man. But in the movie, he's definitely creepy. Yeah, in the movie, he's just weird. He's, just, like, awkward. Yeah. Yeah, I so, don't know, but... Is that yeah. your answer to your question about, like, which one has, like, a special place in your heart? Yeah, that or Anne of Green Gables. I love Anne of Green Gables. Anne of Green Gables brings me a level of joy that I don't think I've ever matched <laughs> in, like, movie or TV or anything. It's just happiness... And I love it. And I think it also is like the first period film that I ever really got into because they showed it on PBS all the time. I loved the books when I was little. Like I read through all of them when I was in elementary and early middle school. And I was at like kind of like the DMV yesterday getting my license and they had a Prince Edward Island license plate hanging up in the like car registration place. (sighs) I still need to visit there. When are we going to visit there, friend? I would love to. It just sounds so beautiful and idyllic in the books. I want to go and I want to see the Anne of Green Gables musical. And I want to go bike riding. And I want to go down that lane with all those trees and the lake of (laughs) shining waters. (laughs) Yeah, she had a name for everything. And she the way that author just described everything made it sound like just a dream. What I really like about Anne of Green Gables is I think it really gives a genuine look at what a person goes through growing up and how much they change growing up. I remember it being very kind of almost anecdotal. It'd be like, this chapter is when Diana and I got drunk accidentally, and this chapter is when I dyed my hair (laughs) green by accident, and how ugly I was. Yeah, like, nothing is ever really, really intense outside of, like, Matthew. Yeah. And nothing is ever high stakes. It's very, this is what it is to grow up. Like, you do stupid stuff, you're kind of weird, and you grow into a different person. And who you are as a kid is not necessarily indicative of who you're going to be as an adult. Yeah, I think that's why I really like this genre as a whole is because it tends to be very character driven. Like, sometimes not a lot really happens. But it's about Mm -hmm. people growing and developing. I mean, I think that's 
a lot of period gen- like shows in general like not a ton necessarily happens it's all mm-hmm. just you know small little things which i think i like i don't like it when everything is high stakes like when i watch criminal minds which i watch <laughs> a lot of criminal minds mind you everything is high stakes and it gets a little exhausting after a while when i was thinking about it and i think a lot of um period movies like Pride and Prejudice and Sensi- Sensibility and Emma, they're basically like soap operas. Mm-hmm. They're fancy soap operas. I think that's operas. why so many... That's why everybody liked Downton Abbey, because that's what Downton Abbey was. Yes! I watched Downton Abbey like a couple episodes, and I was just like, this is a soap opera. It's ex- it's 100% a soap opera. Like, everything is super dramatic. I liked Downton Abbey for how quickly it moved through time. Like, you never got bored, because it was, like, consistently just, like, chugging its way through time. Um, So you got to see the characters really move through things. But yeah, it's super dramatic. It's definitely a soap opera. And it's very, like, subtle drama. It's, like, secrets and intrigue and love triangles. And especially, like, British stuff, the way people talk is with a lot of, like, subtext. It's, like, subtle humor Mm. and digs and things like that. If I had to trifecta period films, like the trifecta, the three that I would say you need to watch these and it's okay if you don't watch anything else, I would say Pride of Prejudice, mm-hmm. either one, either one, Anne of Green Gables, the 80s miniseries, that one, non-negotiable, that's the one you should be watching. I'll fight you on that. That's the one you should be watching. <laughs> and then Little Women. That was going to be my other one I was going to bring up. Which Little Women, I- though? Okay. Okay. <laughs> so I really like the Winona Ryder one. I think it's really good. I think, though, a lot of it's, like, nostalgia-based. Mm-hmm. Like, I just have a lot of nostalgia around it. The new one was so good. It made me cry. Uh, I felt it. It was, like, appropriately long. It hit a lot of the events that the Winona Ryder one didn't. Mm-hmm. Especially, like, about when, you know, what's-her-face dies. What's her name? <laughs> oh my god, how dare you? How fucking dare you? Beth? <laughs> I was gonna say Meg, but that was wrong. <laughs> but yeah, they cover a lot more about Beth like dying and stuff in that movie than they did in the Winona Ryder one. Yes. They're both really good, but I think the more recent one with Saoirse Ronan, that one... I feel like is more interesting maybe and has like you said mm-hmm. more of the book in it. Yeah, like it goes through more. It's more eventful, if you will. It's less quiet. And also they redeemed Amy. I liked yeah. her a lot more in the the new one. She's she's fucking hateful in the Winona Ryder version. That's another one that has another special place in my heart because that book is like one of my favorite books of all time and I've read like at least ten times. So you've read all these books. I haven't read. Like, I've... The books I have read of these, I've read after I've watched the media. Like, I read Pride and Prejudice in college way after I had mm-hmm. watched. I, I don't think I've actually physically read any of them. I've listened to the audiobooks. I've... Well, that counts. But I've never actually finished Pride and Prejudice. I've attempted many times, and I always get to the part where Mr. Darcy writes his long letter to Lizzie, and then for some reason I, like, don't finish it after that. <laughs> you should listen to the audiobook. Hmm. I find classics way easier to digest in audio format. 
The Anne of Green Gables audiobook is really good. Yeah. I listen to it a lot. It's my go-to when I'm trying to fall asleep. Listen. That and Pride and Prejudice. I never used to like audiobooks, but I've gotten into them more. They're a good time. And, you know, sometimes you just need to sit there and let your brain relax. So uh, I guess you would call it a trope. I've noticed in a lot of these is like the spirited young woman. Oh, for sure. (laughs) They're all super female driven. Uh And they're all a woman being like, I don't fit in with this current expectation of ladies. (laughs) And I'm going to step out of my bounds, which let's be fair, all of the like stuff that we like was written by women. Mm hmm. Well, I was thinking about that. I think that this genre tends to be enjoyed more by females. Mm-hmm. And Unless it's World War II stuff. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's why I feel like World War II is just like a separate thing. Yeah, people like to watch things explode, and it's typically men. Yeah, but if you look at like Joe and Little Woman, you have like the tomboy, or like Lizzie and Prime mm-hmm. Prejudice, she, you know, is humorous and like says things she probably shouldn't say, and that kind of thing Mm -hmm. i think it's all like that theme of fitting in when you don't really fit in and how you make that work so to speak because like Anne definitely doesn't fit in yeah she's a weirdo she's definitely spirited like that's what they would say she has and she like with her red hair and everything she's like different (laughs) she's imaginative and her freckles which like makes her so ugly (laughs) If you had to choose one Jane Austen like story to keep outside of Pride and Prejudice, which one would you go with? I am not like a Jane Austen expert. Um, I've seen like some movies of her other stuff. I've never read anything else, but I do really like Sense and Sensibility. I really like Sense and Sensibility too. Um, I like the miniseries. The BBC miniseries is really good. If you haven't seen that, you should watch it. Mm-mm. The movie's good, too, but I think the movie leaves out a lot. Like, I think if you really want to appreciate it, the miniseries is probably better to go. But I really like Persuasion. I don't know lot. anything about that one. Persuasion's all about, like, so you know on how, so basically it's the inverse. It's a really rich girl, kind of like Emma, like really rich. Mm-hmm. Um, and she falls in love with a dude who's not very rich, and her family talks her out of marrying him. And so she doesn't. And then she meets him years later. And it's all about them persuading themselves that they're still in love with each other. Aww. And that they should be together. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> that I think sounds it's really very, like, nice. <laughs> yeah, it's like, very authentic. <laughs> Aww, I kind of like how she's the rich one in that one. Yeah. And I think, you know, there's always this theme of people trying to talk these people out of getting married. And they're always like, no, I'm going to do it. But like, realistically, I think a lot of people would back down. Well, and class conflict is such a big issue in all these stories. It's all about class and like, he's rich and she's not and she's new money or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like the thing is, when they meet again, his situation in society has risen. And now he has money and he's a landowner and all these things. And her situation has fallen. So Mm. it's their situation is reversed. I like Persuasion. I think it's a good time. Again, the BBC miniseries is good. Hmm. 
Yeah, you yeah. took um, a Jane Austen class, didn't you? I sure did. Danielle asked me to take it with her. And so how many books did you read in that class? Do you remember? Um, I don't remember. We didn't read them all because we also read just like stuff from the time period and like Bill Dung's Roman novels and all of that. Hmm. Um, so, yeah. And some of them I didn't read. <laughs> But your top two are Prime Prejudice and Persuasion. Yeah, I think. And then Sense and Sensibility and Northanger Abbey is last. She last. <laughs> I don't know that one either. Oh my god. It's like based off gothic literature and the main character the entire time just acts so fucking ridiculous. <laughs> and you just don't understand why he likes her. Like, look at her doing this stupid crap. She's just a lot younger than the other characters that she has. You can tell it was like her first novel. She's oh, not she's it? not very likable. Mm. Yeah. So I don't particularly care for that one. Was Jane Eyre? Who's Jane Eyre? Oh, that was on the Bronte sisters. Was that Charlotte? I can never remember. I watched it the other day. I think it's Charlotte. I've never seen or read that one, but I know what happens in the story. And that one's like really intense. You've never seen Jane Eyre? Not that I remember. Oh my gosh. I like Jane Eyre because Jane Eyre has the sink. And if you haven't read Jane Eyre, I'm about to spoil the shit out of it. So stop listening. (laughs) But it has the single most ridiculous plot twist that I've ever experienced in anything anything like there was no way that you would expect that that oh my dog's barking i'm sorry everyone i'm sure you can hear it um but there's just like you would never expect it coming so basically what happens is jane goes to marry mr rochester um who she's been a governess to his ward which i don't know if that ward is technically his illegitimate kid or not it's kind of implied that it is but anyway and they're about to get married, and someone busts in. It's like, you can't get married. He's already married. And it turns out he's been keeping his fucking insane wife in the attic yeah, this like, entire what time. The fuck. <laughs> I just remember the first time I watched that. I think the first version I watched of Jane Eyre was the Anna Paquin one. And uh-huh. I was just like, what? What in God's name? <laughs> It's kind of, happening. It's like cool though because in books like that, you don't expect there to be something fucked up like that happening. Yeah, like your crazy wife is living in the attic and keeps trying to kill everyone, specifically you. <laughs> Doesn't it end with like the house burning down or something? Yeah, so basically Jane, and this is I've never read Jane Eyre. I've only seen the movies and the most recently the Michael Fassbender version. Um but basically Jane leaves when she finds out and she ends up living with this preacher dude um, and finds she inherits a bunch of money randomly from like a relative she didn't know about. That always so she, happens in those books. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, if only. I have no unknown relatives who are going to leave me money. Um, but she goes back after she gets the money because the preacher is like, I want to get married. And she's like, fuck no, if I'm going to do that. Um, so she goes back and... The crazy wife burned down the house, jumped off the roof, killed herself, and Mr. Rochester is blind. Jesus Christ. The Bronte sisters, man. Like, they they go ham. So, okay. It ends... She doesn't end up with him, though, does she? She does. She, she goes back to him. does? Yeah. 
So it's <laughs> what is, is this a romance? Like, what is this? <laughs> it, it, I mean, she finds her wealth. She doesn't need him anymore. Um... He is lessened. And then she goes back to him. So I would argue she has the advantage when she goes back to him. Like, he's blind, his house is burned down, he has no money. (laughs) I mean, I do kind of want to read it, just because it's so, like, crazy and out there, especially for that, like, time period. She inherits a lot of money. The, I think she inherits 20,000 pounds, which for the time is like, that's a fuck ton of money. I started reading that book one time, and I do remember her just being really poor at the beginning. Oh, yeah, because, man, okay, so, like, her... She lives in a really nice house in the beginning because her, like, dad, I think, or her mom was really rich or related to rich people. But she lives with her aunt, who she's not biologically related to, and her aunt fucking hates her guts. So her aunt sends her to a finishing school that is run by the church, where they basically just, like, beat the shit out of them every day. So, yeah. Okay, could you, if the guy you thought you loved, (laughs) you found out? (laughs) He was keeping a woman in the attic? (laughs) No! Hell no! And I love, like, the defense of it is. He's like, have you seen a madhouse? I can't send her there. I'm like, so you can lock her in the attic. (laughs) See, that's what I was thinking, is I know that back at the time... I guess, like, insane asylums, what they called them, were, like, really terrible. Oh, they were terrible. But there has to... I think that was... be a better way like you have to at least tell jane what's going on right yeah well and i think the only way you could get divorced back then was if she did go to the insane asylum and like you said she was crazy so yeah i don't know (laughs) i kind of want to read that one those bronte sisters man (laughs) i tried to read wuthering heights and i was like fuck no okay i watched Wuthering Heights like a year ago the it's not like a mini series but it's like a two-part movie like it's pretty long with Tom Harding I think in it I just (laughs) I was watching it with my mom and my mom was like oh it's so romantic and I was like this is the worst kind of romantic fuck this is the worst relationship (laughs) it's horrible like I haven't even read it and I know they're horrible Oh, yeah. He, like, threatens her, and he's, like, creepy and weird and crazy and possessive, but I don't know. It's kind of, like, glorifying their weird, toxic relationship. Give me Darcy and Elizabeth any day. Oh, yeah. They're totally different. Mm -hmm. No. Let's recognize each other's faults. (laughs) Heathcliff with Lizzie Bennet. (laughs) She would have punched him in the fucking face. (laughs) Like, I don't have time for this bullshit. I'll die alone. Thank you. <laughs> she would. She'd be like, I'm better off alone. So something we watched when we were deep in our period film phase is the Foresight Saga, <laughs> which we referenced last week and is on Netflix, I believe, if you want to watch it. Um, is it really? And I remember, <sighs> I think it is, yeah. Ooh. All I remember about the Foresight Saga, these are the things I remember. (laughs) So someone in it teaches piano, right? Like, she teaches piano. Uh Uh-huh. She marries this awful man who's super mean to her and, like, rapes her. 
and she doesn't want to have his kid, so she, like, will clean herself out, so to speak, every mm-hmm. time they have sex. And... <laughs> I remember I that remember. part, yeah. Yeah, because I was like, whoa. I was like, what's um, going on? Did women really do that? Like, that's crazy. Yeah, 16-year-old me took a... was like, ah, oh, all right. <laughs> um, something similar happens in Boardwalk Empire. But mm. um, the thing that stuck with me the most with that miniseries, I don't remember who this happens to. I think it happens to the bad guy, doesn't it? Or is it, like, the guy she's sleeping with? I was looking it up. On the side. It happened to the good guy, I think, that she fell in love with. Okay. And he's, like, so me and Lindsay are, like, watching this. And we're just, like, wow, we're in my basement at my parents' house. Um, and this guy's, like, walking down the street. And he gets fucking obliterated <laughs> by a wagon. It's just, like, hits him and runs him over. And he dies. And it's just, like, what just happened oh my god and when you watch something like this like we said there's not a lot of action it's all dialogue and character development and so when someone gets fucking obliterated by a horse (laughs) and carriage you're like oh my god oh my gosh and it was so graphic i just remember being like oh fuck all right that's how you're going out all right yeah i think that's the event that ended like the one half and then we had to like start the next one or something like that I guess I never really thought about people back in the day getting, like, the equivalent of a car crash, like, getting hit by a horse and carriage. Like, I would think you'd have, like, the time to stop. (laughs) Yeah, like, how do you have your carriage run into another carriage? Like, you'd have to be going pretty fast. Oh, man. Well, and That's all I remember about that. I was reading the summary of the Foresight Saga before we started talking because I was trying to remember, like, what the hell that was about. And it was so hard to follow, at least for me, because it's so so soap opery. It's like she loves him, mm-hmm. but he raped her, but, like, he likes her and that kind of thing. Sorry, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, it's the chick from... Notting Hill in the wheelchair. She's in a wheelchair in Notting Hill. And it's the dude from um, Band of Brothers. With the red hair? Yeah. He's in um, Persuasion. He plays the dude in Persuasion. Okay. That was something else I was going to bring up is I think when you watch a lot of these, you see the same people in them. Oh, for sure. Especially if it's like a BBC production. <laughs> yeah, I've seen Kate Winslet in so many of these things now. It's crazy. She definitely has a niche, man. Like a place she feels mm. confident. <laughs> feels good, if I you just, will. <laughs> I just watched um, a more recent one that was directed by Alan Rickman. And okay. it has Aww. Kate rest Winslet in, May in he it. rest in peace. I know, R.I.P. It was called... A Little Chaos, I think, and it's on Netflix, and it was pretty good. Is that the one where she's, like, a gardener? Yes, she's the gardener. Alan Rickman is King Louis the whoever, 14th, The Sun King. Yeah, and she's trying to plan, like, part of his Garden of Versailles. Oh, that would be the, wouldn't that be the 15th, then? Who's the one that got their head cut off? The 15th? Sure. 16th? I don't know. Sure. (laughs) One of them. One of them. Yes. One of them. All right. So those are movies and miniseries. What about 
TV. We talked a little bit about Down Abbey. But what mm. would you say you enjoy as far as period television? I have a list. Should I hit you with my list? Yeah, why don't you go with the list? Okay, so my list. Outlander. I've Great not time. seen that one. I've heard it's really good, though. <sighs> Outlander is great for all of its sexy times and also its historical accuracy and information. I enjoy both. Plus, the guy that plays Jamie is dreamy. Dreamy, dreamy. <laughs> I think my thing with Outlander, isn't she married in the present time and she goes back in time and has an affair with someone? Yeah. So, okay. Spoilers. If you uh, want to watch Outlander, stop listening. But basically, she marries Frank. Good old Frank. Um, Nothing wrong with Frank. Frank is fine. (laughs) She goes back in time accidentally. And as like a safety measure, which I get because she's British in Scotland in the 1700s. um, She marries a Scottish dude. And she also doesn't know if she's going to be able to go back. So it makes sense. But yeah. And then, yeah. Oh, so... She goes back in time, and she's kind of, like, stuck there. hmm Oh, see, I thought she was just kind of, like, getting her rocks off in different, like, time no, periods. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it jumps a lot of time periods, which I like. But, yeah, none of it is, like, in the beginning anyway, intentional. It's oh, all okay. just, like, situational. Okay, I think right. I can get into that then, because before I was like, I don't know if I want to, like, I don't know if I like this character, but... Yeah, no, it's good times. I like it. I haven't watched the most recent season yet. I was waiting until it's done. So I need to watch that. Next one, The Crown. I saw the first season and I liked it. It's good stuff. I have Poldark. <laughs> My mom likes Poldark. <laughs> so I guess there was a Poldark series in like the 80s and they revamped it. But the main dude is played by Aiden Turner and I find him so aggressively attractive in that show and all the and characters are really angering in that show like they all do stupid ass shit but i like that show isn't he like a detective kind of no is he a cop <laughs> no what is he i thought he was he like o- he owns a copper mine oh are I you see thinking of sherlock no <laughs> i know what sherlock is <laughs> I've seen, like, one episode of Poldark many years ago, but I thought he was, like, I don't know. No, he owns, like, a mine. He's, like, a lord. Oh. I think in, like, some... Oh, God, what's the part of England that has those cliffs? I'm a little drunk now, so I'm going to keep talking. <laughs> I'm going to keep going. Uh, the Last Kingdom is a good time. Oh, was that? Okay, who's in that? Do you remember? Uh, it has Vikings. <laughs> hmm. Couldn't tell you the name of any actors in it, but there are Vikings. And I like it because it. I'm like yelling. I'm sorry. Everyone. <laughs> I know. Like, why are you mad at me? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Wine me is a very different than White Claw me. Different <laughs> feeling. But anyway, um... It teaches you a lot about, like, early England that you don't learn about in school. Hmm. So, like, before Edward. Edward? William. Not Edward. William the Conqueror, before he comes. Um, It's, like, all about that. Kind of speaking of that, I just watched for the first time Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. The one with um, Kevin Costner? (laughs) 
Yes, what is so Oh my god, I used to be <laughs> so into that movie. I used to love it so much. And it wasn't until I was older where I was just like, what is this? I was watching it. I was so confused about why everyone had a British accent except for Kevin Costner. He couldn't do it. And they just said it was fine. And Alan Rickman's in that one too. See, he's another one. He's in like all these movies. He is always on the sly. You're always like, oh, yeah, Alan Rickman was in that. I like the Robin Hood with Russell Crowe because it talks about the making of the Magna Carta, which I enjoy. (laughs) Yes, historical accuracy is a plus. I love historical accuracy. Speaking of historical accuracy, some period dramas that are not fucking historically accurate, but I still like them. The White Queen, The White Princess, The Spanish Princess, all a good time. I don't know what any of those are. They're on stars, and they're all about like the War That's of the Roses, why. and I all don't the stuff. have stars. Yeah, so those are good time. Um, they're not accurate at all, but they're fun. Mm-hmm. Um, the Tudors. Did you watch the Tudors? I've never seen the Tudors. I feel like I would <gasps> you, like it though. You should watch. I think it's on Netflix. You should watch it. You should watch it. It's a good time. It's a good time about Henry the Eighth. Uh, the Marvelous Miss Maisel. I've heard a lot about that one, too. It's a delight. Much more recent. It takes place in the 60s, I think. 50s or 60s. But um, that one's a good time. Uh, Black Sails. Don't know that. It's about pirates. Man, I consume a lot of period television. You really down. do. Um, Black Sails is about pirates. It's based about the pirates that you read about in Treasure Island. It's all, like, fictional. Uh-huh. Um, but that one's really good. Really good. Has really good LGBTQ representation in historical pieces, which I like. You know what? I was like looking through movies to watch, like period movies, and I that was something I noticed is a lot of them have those like LGBTQ plus like themes in them. And I mm-hmm. watched Girl on Fire like relatively recently. Have you seen that one? I haven't, but TikTok has made me aware of it. It's pretty good. It's just like, yeah, just a romance, just like an unrequited romance. And Unrequited romances make me sad. It's like my least favorite thing to watch. Well, you probably won't like this one then. But I also saw, have you heard of The Danish Girl? Mm-hmm. I kind of want to watch that one. That looked interesting. That's like a transgender I story. I read about her. She's a sad ending. <laughs> Oh, well, <laughs> the trailer looked really good. I think it's on Netflix. It has like Eddie Redmayne in it. Yeah, I read her Wikipedia article. Um, Another really good series, older one, Rome. I think it was yeah. on HBO. That one's really good. I've heard that, yeah. So, yeah that's, that's my list of things people should watch. I really want to rewatch Titanic because it's been a while. I have no desire to do that. Really? Titanic made me so angry. I cried so hard. I watched it in theaters and I never watched it again. Oh my gosh, it's so sad. But I think it's probably still a really good movie. I can only watch sad movies once and then I just never want to watch them again. I have a list of best... Period romance movies. Hit me with it. On Ranker. And it has some we've already talked about. Prime Prejudice is number one. The one with Keira Knightley. 
Mm-hmm. Then Sense and Sensibility. Okay. The movie. Then, yeah. The one with Emma Thompson and Kate Winslet, who's in everything. And Titanic is number three. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to get my sound effects. Keep going. You never recovered from Titanic, I think. No. And then Little Women is number four with Christian Bale, that one. Okay, 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 okay. Jane Eyre. Which one? Anna Paquin? Uh, it says Michael Fassbender and Judy Dench. Ah, that's the most recent one. That one is good. That's the one I watched the other day. And then Persuasion. Yes! Oh my gosh, this whoever made this list is clearly in my head. Well, that's the great thing about Ranker is I think that, like, just the people who are reading vote on it. So it's just mm-hmm, the masses. Mm-hmm. And then number seven is Ever After. You remember that movie? Oh, I love that movie. <laughs> that movie's so fucking inaccurate. You can't tell if that movie's taking place in France or England or where. The accents are all over the place. I don't care. I fucking love it. I watch it at least once a year. It's so good and magical. And I love it. <laughs> yes, I like how any movie that takes place in the past, everyone has an English accent, regardless of where it is. Yeah, it's like, have you ever watched the Borgia, which is in Italy? They all have no. British accents. I'm like, what's happening? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I feel like they're making it for American audiences or something. Yeah, just speak with an American accent then. Like, <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> Pull a Kevin Costner. And then next is Gone with the Wind. Watched it once, skipped somebody's birthday party to watch it, if I'm remembering correctly. Yeah, we both watched it at the Moe's house. And just didn't show up. That movie I mean, Gone really with the Wind good. is good. The death of their daughter is literally the most ridiculous thing ever put to film, but... In Gone with the Wind? Yes, she's riding like a miniature horse <laughs> and is jumping over nothing and falls off and dies. It's like it's, you literally fell like a foot. That's why You'd I don't fine. fuck with horses. That horse probably <laughs> murdered her on purpose. <laughs> like a little remote, like a little tiny miniature horse. <laughs> like a Shetland pony. I forgot about that. Yeah, that movie's like really depressing. Mm-hmm. Okay, the next one is Atonement. Saw it. Didn't like it. We can move past it. Really? I thought that movie was so powerful. Didn't we watch Atonement together? Probably. We've probably seen like a lot of these movies together. <laughs> I'm pretty positive we watched it together. And I just got to the end and it was like, what the fuck? I mean, it's a huge downer. Like, it's one of those movies I don't know that I would want to watch again. Hell no. But I think it was done well. It was beautifully shot. <laughs> I just I don't like the story. The next one is, okay, I was watching a bunch of, like, videos on YouTube, like, best period movies, and this one kept coming up. It's called The Young Victoria. Oh, I've seen that. I've watched that multiple times. It has Emily Blunt in it. Mm -hmm. Yep, I like it. Some parts of it are made up, but it's good. I kind of want to watch that one because I think Queen Victoria is, like, a really interesting person. I liked it because it really elucidated how fucked up her childhood was, Queen Victoria. Hmm. Like, on how crazy her childhood was. Yeah. See, I don't know anything about that. Um, the next one is Far From the Madding Crowd. Haven't seen it. 
I haven't either. I think I read the plot of it once, and I think it's a downer. I think a lot of these, they're either, I, I think, like, either rom-coms almost, or they're just tragic. Yeah. I don't like the tragic ones. Pass. <laughs> the next Pass. one is Emma, the one that we watched recently. That was a delight. It had such a nice color scheme. Yeah, it really did. I was really drunk when we watched that. <laughs> so was I. It's going to be had... like a theme. <laughs> Yeah, we had, like, um, occasionally we'll do, like, a drinking and watching a movie over WhatsApp day. Mm -hmm. Yep. It's what you do when your friend lives a bajillion miles away. Yes. The next two I've not heard of, The Light Between Oceans. Oh, that? I have that book. I haven't read it yet. I think Michael Fassbender's in that movie. It is. He is, yeah. I've not heard of that one. And the one after that is If Beale Street Could Talk. I don't know that one. The next one is Dr. Shivago. Have you ever seen that? Nope. It's Russian. I know it'll be depressing. I watched it one time, and all I remember is it being really long and, like, really boring. I was literally just going to say, I think there's a doctor in it, but literally <laughs> the name of it is Dr. Shivago. <laughs> I think there's a doctor. Yeah, I don't remember liking that one. Um... Oh, no, I don't think we're very. I don't think we're very exciting this week. This is such a niche episode, <laughs> which is fine. You know, it I is don't fine. Think, I don't think we necessarily have to talk about like theories of aliens every week. No, I'm not doing this for anyone's approval. I'm doing <laughs> this for my own fucking amusement. <laughs> it's because we want to. I did send it to somebody from work, though, and they listened to it. So really? Oh, yeah. God. I haven't told anyone I know about this. Oh, <laughs> uh, good times. Well, we're at like the 53-minute mark. I have yeah. nothing else to contribute to a conversation about period films. Um, I will say just one more thing. I read that there's, like, a newer period movie coming out with Kate Winslet in it. Oh, I think I saw the trailer. Wait. Nope, it's not going to come to me. It's Kate Winslet and Saoirse Ronan, and it's called... Oh, Ammonite. 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 Yeah, I want to watch that. It's, like, I guess they're, like, lovers in it. Yeah, so it's... She plays um, this female paleontologist, like, and she was, like, one of the first paleontologists... She's cool. I've read about her on the Wikipedia. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think a lot of these kind of period movies coming out now, they're trying to be about something more than just, I don't know, love stories or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like your typical love story. Well, and I think we're also trying to project a more accurate representation of the past. So, like, not everybody fit into, you know, these little molds and people did other things. Yeah. And there's um, another movie I kept, like, hearing about that I want to watch. It's called Belle, which was made, like, a while ago. It's- oh, that's about she's, um, like, half seas, right? She's biracial, right? Um, I think so, Yeah. It's like her dad is white and her mom's like a former slave and then her dad leaves her 
with his parents, right? And they, like, raise her as their own. From what I saw in the trailer, I don't know. It's based on a true story. But, yeah, she's basically this girl who looks black. And then she's raised in, like, upper crust, like, white English society. Yeah, yeah, basically, yeah. Like, she was, happens? like, a real person. Yeah, that's what said. So I kind of want to watch that, too. That looked, like, interesting. I think she actually ends up, like, marrying into society. Hmm. And kind of like kind of like Pocahontas, you know? <laughs> yes. I'm too drunk to be talking about this. I'm going to get very irreverent in a second. Because <laughs> right. I'm not there already. Well, I think I guess that was our episode about period stories. Yes, you guys should watch them and let us know what you think about them. Mm-hmm. Watch Anne of Green Gables first. Watch <laughs> it first. The 80s one. The one from the 80s. Not Anne from it with an E. Not all the so other bullshit ones. So help me God if you watch one of the other ones. <laughs> you can watch them after. You watch the one from the 80s. Yes. It's not streaming anywhere. So you're going to have to go to the library and get figure the DVDs. Figure it out. Stop being so lazy and just figure it out. <laughs> I'm watching it next weekend. I'm very excited. I want to rewatch the Prime Prejudice miniseries now that we've been talking about I it. I think... I think it's on Hulu. Ooh, okay. I'm there. Pretty sure. Pretty sure it is. What should we talk about next week? Hmm. Let's see. We could talk about the ocean. I don't know if I have enough to say about the ocean yet. Musicals. I do like musicals. This is one I just thought of. Cults? <gasps> yeah. <laughs> I could talk about cults. Okay. Let's tentatively plan on that then. All right. Cool. I'll actually do some research out of just writing down the names of things <laughs> next week. Yeah. I'll watch some like Netflix shows and listen to some podcasts about it. Perfection. Well, thank you everyone for joining us this week on because I want to. I'm Sarah. I'm Lindsay. And yeah, um, I guess subscribe and rate and do all the things. Yeah, please, please leave a comment. Apparently that's a good thing if you leave a comment. <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, we'll see you next week. And bye. Bye.